Hi, and welcome to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health and the increasing array of natural options to help us all achieve optimum well-being. But this past week hasn't been easy for a lot of people. Uh, in the aftermath of the devastation from Hurricanes Harvey and then Irma, it's been a tough week for a lot of people. It's been hard to kind of find a, the positive things, yeah. but we I actually, think we have. As it turns out, we had friends in both Houston and Key West. Happily, they're all fine. Well, minus a roof in the case of our friends in Key West, but we're just grateful for their safety. But in the midst of everything that was happening, it was really kind of hard to find much that was positive in the last few days. But in the fact... It was possible to do so in the selfless acts of kindness that were happening in, in both disasters, and that got a lot of attention, which they greatly deserve. But one of those was uh, we were struck by a passage in a column by Susanna Schrobsdor in this week's Time magazine about something she saw in the coverage from Houston that provided an example of one of those selfless acts. She wrote, I can't stop looking at one particular video of a group of men and women Hands clasped in a line across rushing water from the shore to a truck where an older man was trapped. As they coordinated and encouraged each other, you could hear all of Texas in their voices. Long southern vowels, rolling Spanish consonants, and a common urgency. The man made his way to dry land, braced by that human chain. Once there, he sagged in exhaustion, and a young dark-haired guy stepped up and said, I'm going to pick you up now if that's okay. And he carried the man to a vehicle like it was an ordinary thing. Many, many things about that that are wonderful. First of all, it's really well written and and it really kind of brings to life that situation. But what's really wonderful is there are hundreds, maybe thousands, I don't know, all over Texas and Florida, other incidents where strangers showed up to help. Yes. Well, we really saw humanity at its best. And that was that's a really good thing right now. We need to see yeah. how people come together and, and not and not all this divisiveness that we're seeing. So, it, you know, if something good came out of all this disaster, it certainly was that. And, and I think the media has done a really good job of reporting that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we know that there were some idiots who were looting and stuff, but the vast majority of human behavior over that period has really been positive and really encouraging. And so, as a matter of fact, Susanna Schraubstor's Time Magazine column goes on to quote a renowned neuroscientist at Stanford University, Dr. James Doty, who it turns out Judy and I interviewed several years ago on a topic very much like this. That's right. Well, Dr. Doty's not only an expert on the human brain, he's also the founder of Stanford Center for Compassion and Altruism uh, Research and Education, which is something that when, when we did the story, I remember thinking they actually have <laughs> a Center for Compassion and Altruism Research and Education. That's pretty fabulous. They actually have a, a program, a series of programs that help teach at all levels compassion. And that's another story, which, we, by the way, we're going to do. But in that interview we did several years ago with Dr. Doty, he said something I don't think I'll ever forget. He says being compassionate could be the single most important thing we could all do to have a long and happy life. He said compassion is more important than being at our ideal body weight, quitting smoking, or being in top physical shape. Well, all of those are, are very important, of course. But Dr. Doty says reaching out and caring for another person has a deep physiological benefit, and it is one of the greatest gifts we have as human beings. In fact, he says, compassion is one of the things that distinguishes us as human beings, and he says it's really important to the survival of our species going forward. So 
Yeah, we all need more compassion in our life for all kinds of reasons. That's right. Well, that echoes uh, what we said a few weeks ago when we reported on a new research on the benefits of kindness. And according to a study from Emory University, when you're kind to another person, your brain's pleasure and reward centers light up as if you were the recipient of that good deed, not the giver. The phenomenon is called the helper's high. (laughs) I love that. The helper's high. high. You know, uh, we also talked about researchers at UC Berkeley saying that half the participants in one study reported feeling stronger and more energetic after helping others. Many also reported feeling calmer and less depressed with increased feelings of self-worth. I like that. That's good. Well, on blood pressure, they said committing acts of kindness lowers blood pressure. And according to Dr. David R. Hamilton, Acts of kindness create emotional warmth. Ooh, emotional warmth. Mm. That's all warm and fuzzy stuff, Mm -hmm. which releases a hormone known as oxytocin. Oxytocin causes the release of a chemical called nitric oxide, which dilates the blood vessels. And this reduces blood pressure, and therefore oxytocin is known as the cardioprotective hormone. (laughs) It protects the heart by lowering the blood pressure. So all kinds of reasons why compassion and kindness are really good to us, not only physically, but psychologically. But interestingly enough, this also links to a study from Columbia University that says humans are still evolving in positive ways. I love that. We're still evolving in positive yeah. ways. That's good. That's good. Song. There are days I question that, but in <laughs> most cases... I think it's a, It's really. I think we're on the right direction. That's true. And the study analyzed genetic data from 210,000 people in the U.S. and Britain and found that the process of natural selection may be weeding out unhealthy traits like Alzheimer's and heavy smoking and obesity and heart disease. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Researchers say what's happening is that each generation passes along beneficial mutations that offer a survival edge. The less desirable traits are not passed along, and then they begin to disappear from the gene pool. Wow, what a good idea. That's a great idea. Well, the study's authors say the evidence shows that natural selection is happening in modern human populations. So all those acts of kindness and compassion that we saw in Texas and Florida are a very bright spot indeed. And and amid all the devastation that was occurring, it was really good to see that. And you don't have to look all the way to Texas and Florida to see inspiring acts of compassion. You can find many examples of those here in Northern California. And up next, we're going to tell you about one of those involving help for homeless vets and what you and we all can do to support that effort right here at home. That's right. So a podcast of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at kfbk.com on the iHeartRadio app and at HealingQuest.tv. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on KFBK and iHeartRadio. Radio. 